Hi, and welcome to Film Forums. I'm Richard Williams, creator of this platform, a place dedicated to the filmmaking community. We interview members of the film industry to find out what it really takes to make a movie, bring a script to screen, or secure their acting role. If that sounds good to you, please subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on your favourite podcasting platform so you can be the first to know when an episode drops. Thank you. What do you do? I lend people money. There's a lot of foolish people who think they can take advantage of you. Soon things get ugly. It's nothing personal. It's strictly business. Hi there, welcome to Film Forums. I have with me a special guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Brian A. Metcalf. I am a writer, director, producer, uh, most recently for the film Adverse. Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about Adverse? What's the plot? Sure. Adverse is about a rideshare driver who discovers that his younger sister has become entangled with a crime syndicate, and he has to do whatever he can to get her out of that situation um, and whatever it takes to do, and the lengths of which he'll go to to make sure that she's safe. All right, sounds exciting. So I take it that it's kind of a crime thriller, yeah? Drama, thriller, things along those lines, yeah. Awesome, okay. So how did you approach the action side of things in the film? Like, how did you bring that together? So the action side of things, each section of action was to be done differently. We have one scene where it's a single take action sequence, and that's because when our lead character Ethan goes around and goes on sort of this rampage because he just, he sort of loses it in that sense. He just goes around inside the warehouse and killing a bunch of characters. So what we had to do is I wanted to do, instead of doing a bunch of quick cuts, it wouldn't make sense because it would start to get boring. So that's why I went the route of going the single take shot for that one. And then for some of the other stuff where he's finding some of the other characters, then we went with the more traditional route of cutting and, um, wanted to make sure that you, you get a, a wide shot to make sure you know the geography of the area. And then you cut into the closer action shots for, for the quick action feel to it, if that makes sense as well, or the quick pacing of it. So yeah, each, each scene was orchestrated differently, I guess. That's fantastic. So with your one-shot action scene, what were some of the challenges with filming that? Well, obviously, because we had multiple different people in that thing we had to rehearse it so we spent the whole first half of the day just doing rehearsals over and over and over again to make sure that the timing and the choreography was down and we had to then reset and redo it over and over and over again and then when we filmed it we filmed it about 15 16 times and then of that we finally got it you know we got a good take out of that that we ended up using but it was a whole day of rehearsal you know at least half the day of rehearsals and then half the day of just doing the take over and over again until I got it right. Gosh, yeah. Okay. So rehearsal is the biggest key then, making yeah. enough time to make sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And and what, what what would be great is, or what would be frustrating, I guess, is that we'd have one take that would be so perfect and everything was going smoothly. And then the last person would forget to hit their mark or we would stumble or something or other. And it would just be, it would just be frustrating. So we just had to keep resetting and redoing it. And it required, you know, a lot of patience to just, get that shot right. Absolutely. So in terms of um, action on a budget, how did you approach handling your budget to make sure that you could still, you know, do the story justice with everything and with what you had, you know? Well, again, you have to plan out and use what you can at your disposal when you're working with a budget. Meaning, um, obviously, we knew going in that we had, obviously, safety's first. 
And we needed to make sure there were certain stunt pads and that we had stunt performers and people who really knew what they were doing and a lot of rehearsal time. Rehearsal is very key, especially when you're working on low budget action sequences and so forth from there, because um, you want to make sure that it's done over and over again and done right, that everyone knows to hit their marks and make sure that nobody is injured. We had a tire iron that was used and we had multiple versions of it. We had a, a styrofoam and rubber foam tire iron. We had the real tire iron. We had just multiple different things that we used to make sure that the that people wouldn't be injured. So if someone really whacked them, it would just feel like it, you know, it just bounce right back and so forth like that. And again, I think most importantly is to have patience and rehearsal time. Those are the two most important things that you have to have in place. So how long did it take you to shoot this film then in total? The film was shot in total 22 days. Wow. Okay. That's that's fast. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> um, so how many hours a day did you guys spend shooting then? For the most part, they were 12 hour days, but there were certain days that we had a half day, certain days that we did, you know, eight hours. And, and everything like that. But um, I would say the majority of them were, were 12 hour days. Okay. We did have one day that went a little over by like an hour or something like that, but everything else was, you know, we, we, we tried to keep it 10 to 12 hours on average. Okay. And in terms of casting, obviously you have an amazing cast on this one, like a very, very exciting cast. Um, so how did you go about getting them involved and attaching them to the project? We did everything, and this is what I mean to, to, to get our cast. It was through personal relationships, through uh, myself and my producing partners. It was a casting director. It was everything. I mean, it was largely the casting director, but we, we did everything we could. My producing partner, Thomas Nicholas, he had friendships with certain casts as well that he was able to reach out to them. It was just everything we could possibly, you know, do to to get out there we reached out through social media it's just you know we're very persistent to get our cast good you need that though you need that tenacity i think to make it happen yes um, we, having the right people on board is so important for making any indie film successful i think you know like it, it sometimes can mean that you can't necessarily use new names you know what i mean mm-hmm. but to have such people on your cast to work with them like must have been kind of a dream when i saw the casting list anyway i was super excited because i love them all basically so it it was a dream come true to get to to work with them because i grew up watching a lot of these people and i'm just like oh wow i'm now getting the chance to actually work with them and it was a fantastic opportunity again a lot of them some of them said no at first and we just were persistent until they finally said yes Okay. That's, that's really cool. I like that. (laughs) So you obviously had people in mind for specific roles. Did you write it with specific actors in mind at all? Or, you know, did you have like a, a certain group of people that you would want to play each role sort of thing that you approached? Typically when I'm writing something, I write based upon just how the character is. I don't try to say, well, it's, it's gotta be him and I'm going to study this actor to make it match that person. That's, Typically not the case. I mean, I, I, I do that occasionally every once in a while, but most of the time, especially for this one, I just wrote it based upon um, how it would, how it felt and how the characters felt and based upon my own personal experiences. And I put a lot of personality, a lot of the personalities were based upon people that I knew or I had met. And so um, and this, uh, I would think to myself, this is how this person reacted at this point and everything like that. And I based it off of that. 
a lot of ways. So. so in terms of your script development and things like that, how did you approach pitching your script once you knew what you had? Well, at first, so they can get a general idea as to what it is that I'm pitching. I would say the type of genre it is. I would explain to them it's this meets this type of film, like it's whether it's Taxi Driver meets Goodfellas or something along those lines, or I'll typically go around and I'll say it's this type of film meets this type of film. And I'll also talk about the mood. I'll discuss the setting and the environment. I'll explain the emotions and the theme. There's a specific theme to this um, film, which is ultimately choices. Each of the characters make a choice, whether it's a good choice or a bad choice. And that's how you see, you know, what they become or who they are based upon the choices that they've made. I see. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. So um, what was your journey to making this film? Like, how did you come up to the point where you've gotten this fantastic distribution? You're curious about the distribution part of it, right? Yes and no. Like, what I mean is like, you know, did you go to film school? How much did you do like behind the scenes, working on other sets? You know, like how did... What was your journey? Because everyone's journey is different, you know what I mean? Um, But it's interesting to know how people got to this point where they're able to get something that is, you know, very high quality, great cast and distribution, you know. So I started out, interesting enough, as a child, I I was always watching films 24-7. I mean, I literally was watching films around the clock and television around the clock. And eventually I got to reading scripts and I knew that I wanted to do this type of stuff. And I would start drawing comic books because I couldn't afford a camera for some of the time until I could eventually afford a camera. My parents bought me one at some point or bought the family one, but I sort of stole it and started making little short films and little things with friends from there. I ended up going to eventually an art school that was focused on sequential storytelling. Then from there, I also took photography, learned everything I could about 35 millimeter. I learned everything I could about uh, visual effects and went to uh, the Noman School of Visual Effects. After that, where I, I got to learn about you know how everything's done inside of computers and I got to learn more about lighting. I got to be on a lot of sets, just minuscule things here or there, just show up and hang out. Eventually, I got into the Director's Guild. And with the Director's Guild, one thing that got me was the ability to go to a lot of the seminars and learn about a lot of the stuff, um, the programs that they have, um, sit in and listen to a lot of the behind the scenes. And this is one thing that was really important for me is, and, and you can see it online, is obviously when you go to like see a variety roundtable of directors or you see different things of directors talking or behind the scenes or watching a DVD and listening to the behind the scenes stuff and, and hearing them talk with the commentary. Those are all really important. You know, eventually when I got into the producers guild and writers guild, I got into more events. I went up to a lot of actors, directors, producers, everyone I possibly could annoyed the living crap out of them and, you know, buried them with questions, asked them everything I possibly could. I would watch a film and then I would get to talk to that director afterwards at an event and be, and I would ask him, how did you do this shot specifically? Or how was this done or everything like that? And it gave me a lot to learn from. And I started building myself a list of notes and having my database of sort of seeing, okay, this is how this person did it. And I would go back and I would watch the films and I would look at the notes and see how they did it. And I'd be like, okay, that's great. And I sort of break it down. And nowadays, what's funny is um, whenever I'm watching a film, I can't watch it like a normal person anymore because I'm always studying how did they do this shot? What was the timing for this? What was done with this? Everything like that. 
And my experience getting to work as a creative director as well, I, I, I was formerly a creative director of a company where we worked for the studios and we did everything from trailers to EPKs to DVDs to Blu-rays, everything behind the scenes, all kinds of stuff like that. So that gave me an opportunity to work with a lot of the directors and also hone down skills like editing and everything from there and stuff. And then when I got to direct my film, after making my films and stuff, distribution is its own beast And I had to learn along the way about how it all works out and everything from there, distribution. um, And and I'm very thankful, obviously, that Lionsgate and Grindstone came on board for this project because um, they're a fantastic home to go to. Um, And it's it's always a, a difficult challenge finding the right distributor and who we believe in and everything like that. And we had some distribution offers, but we knew that Lionsgate would by far be the best company for us. And so it was just, you know, back and forth and discussion and researching what company we thought would be good for our film. And we knew Lionsgate could not only handle uh, the mass distribution and get it out there to people and do justice to our film, but we also knew, obviously, they have a name and everything like that. We knew they would do a better job for us than any other distribution company as well. So it's all research, I guess. Everything is research from start to finish. That's the common theme. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that, you know, both sides of that are so important. One of the things that we're trying to do with film forums is give people that sneak peek that you got at the seminars, except obviously this is free content. But I mean, it means that people can learn from your experience, you know, and because there is so much value in that. There's so much value in hearing other people's stories and how they did it. In terms of your distribution, so did you approach distributors yourself and blank that out or did they come to you or was it that you got a sales agent who pitched your film? It was a combination of everything actually. Um, But in, in particular for getting Lionsgate, I actually approached them. I knew that I wanted to work with Lionsgate and Grindstone just because I've worked with Lionsgate in the past anyways, but I knew that this was the type of film that they, again, based upon research and the type of titles they can release and do a really good job for, I knew that they would do a good job for this. So they were definitely on the top of my list to approach for this particular movie. And so we do have a sales agent who's handling international for us. They're doing their job to basically reach out to buyers on an international side of things. And But for the domestic, um, this one was done through myself and through one of my partners and Ryan Black over at Grindstone. So that's how we put the deal together. So you were just super proactive, really, yourself. You have to be. You have to be proactive and aggressive. You can't just expect things to happen for you in this industry. You have to always be a go-getter. I mean, it's very rare. I'm sure there are probably occasional cases where someone isn't a go-getter and it just falls in their lap, but it's very, very rare. For the most part, if you want to succeed, you just have to be aggressive and get out there and do whatever you can to get your project out there. Great. That's great advice, definitely. I think sometimes that's what a lot of people are missing out on. They come out of film school and think it's going to happen overnight and obviously it's not it's usually quite a long journey for everyone it all takes time to work your way up and to connect with the right people as well exactly education is very important educating yourself on the stuff if you if you're going to be an actor go to films or you know go to acting classes if you're going to be a director study the directors that you love and, and understand why they're so successful hopefully you know you're studying the right type of directors out there but Everything is based upon research, in my opinion, in a lot of ways. And also, you have to feel, uh, not everything, because obviously, when you're writing a script, you have to put your emotions and feelings into that. But you still have to understand 
is this script structured correctly? Is it properly set up? Is the cast or the actors properly done in the, in the right way, the characters and everything? Yeah, so. That's really good. So what is it that you're thinking now then, you know, for maybe your next challenge? Do, are you jumping straight into something else or? <laughs> I can't afford to take a break. No, I'm working on several different projects right now. I'm, there's a couple of TV series that I'm working on and that I'm developing. There's another film that I'm developing with a, a company called Disrupting Influence. That's also sort of a crime drama type film. I'm doing a fantasy TV series that I'm working on with a company called Amyali. There is another one that I'm working with, Authentic Talent Productions. So just a variety of different things. And I'm doing, um, trying to expand into multiple genres, not just horror or thriller. I started out in horror and I moved, this is obviously more of a crime drama thriller. But then the next one that I'm working on, you know, I'm working on comedy. I'm working on everything that you can think of, straight dramas, everything. So I can just show that I'm not just pigeonholed into one specific Absolutely. And all, all of the genres have a different style as well. And I, I think a, a lot of directors and actors as well sometimes can get pigeonholed into a specific genre or a specific um, character type maybe for actors. And I do think that that's quite sad because obviously as a creative, you have so much more that you can do. So um, it's I think that's really good that you're trying to experience the, the other things, definitely. Um, so any final pieces of advice before we let you go about the rest of your day? <laughs> <laughs> final piece of advice, I would say, aside from doing a lot of the research, is to, to always realize, to always be willing to learn. I had a PA mention something to me on set that there was something in the way of the camera. And I was like going, you know, really good catch. And a lot of people might be like, I'm not listening to a PA or whatever, whatnot. But that's the thing is, is listen to everybody. Don't exactly do what everybody says because, you know, whatever, but always get people's advice, hear what people have to say about the work. If you have a film, one thing we did was we showed our film to a ton of different people and we got a bunch of different opinions on it and it helped make the film better things that people were confused about or they didn't understand the timing of or whatever, whatnot. So definitely it's a creative process where it's definitely a lot of people can come in and help you out and stuff. And just don't be afraid to keep learning moving forward. Thank you. Thank you. That's great. And just lastly, do you want to tell us where people can see your film? Right now it is currently in theaters. You can go to adversethefilm.com. Okay, thank you. And thank you very much to our audience for joining us. If you are still with us, please do hit the subscribe button and leave us a comment. Let us know if you enjoyed this interview. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on your favourite podcasting platform. Visit film-forums.com for more.